0: Episode two, Recovering Loudly.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Here we are. And, yeah, we're just, we don't necessarily have a subject matter in mind. No,
0: we were just talking about how we've done some wonderful, wonderful.
1: Messed up. <laughs> things that we won't fully get into. No. Statue of Limitations isn't up. But, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Most of my shit, though, I will say, I I got in trouble for. Like, oh yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> my stuff's pretty out there in the mm, open, mine
0: caught up to me too,
1: yeah, I think that's why I'm so okay with being transparent, y-
0: you know how I look at it is i was I was always like looked at and picked at, so you know yeah. what, this is me, oh, take it or leave it, yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's that's kinda like where I've gotten with it. It's like, yeah, I've done some dumb shit. What mm-hmm. skeletons you got in your closet, you
1: yeah. know? That they don't want to talk about. Exactly. Public image, do not get me wrong, is important. I'm not absolutely. gonna absolutely I'm not gonna say it's not because it is. Like where I wanna be in my life, I probably should not look like a mess every time I go out in public. I'm getting there. But I it is important that people View you in a certain light, depending on what you want to do with your project,
0: life. project to project yourself. Yes. Yeah.
1: And with where I want to go in my life, mainly because I want to help other people. Yeah. I have to, you know, prove that this is the person that I am.
0: You know, really, you just hit something like at the end of the day. I think where that driven mentality comes in like that you have and that I have Mm -hmm. is that we do have to prove, but we don't have to prove necessarily to really anybody but ourselves. Oh yeah. So when you dress the part, you know, and you maintain and like what you're talking about, although this this is coming from a guy like you've probably seen me more in gray sweatpants than Mm -hmm. you know, actual jeans or something. I don't think I've ever seen you in jeans. That, yeah, there's my point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, but but that's okay. I mean, because it's not just necessarily about physical appearance. No. Right? Because, I mean, I sometimes go into work at Hathaway's and it looks like I literally rolled out of bed yeah. and stumbled into work, which sometimes is, it's pretty accurate. I'm You're human. Gonna, You're human. I'm not going to lie. I look like a mess. There's times I look in the mirror in the bathroom at Hathaway's and I'm like, why has no one told me I look like this? <laughs> like I've looked like this all day. It's eleven o'clock, and nobody said, "Hey, girl, check the mirror." No, no. Just Let me live my.
0: Just letting you live your best life.
1: <sighs> yes, but back to your point about needing to prove something. I feel that not only do I have a lot to prove to me, I do feel I have a lot to prove to other people. Your kids my kids my parents my family yeah. and to the public in general because what i went through i was like i said i was 33 years old that was like 4 years ago yeah it was so public i went from being one person to a completely different person yeah so now i'm this person yeah and i have to prove to people that this person is who i am yeah and you are l- you i i am me and i've always been me but now i feel like i have like a deeper understanding of who i am
0: oh it's amazing when you go through hell you really figure out who you are yeah you
1: know it's true you really do Mm -hmm. have you ever seen the netflix um series made
0: no i uh i don't think that's i think i so i uh there's certain things I cannot
1: watch. It will trigger you. Yeah. It would 100% trigger you. I think, 100% I, start,
0: 100%. I, think I started to watch that. And I... Didn't we?
1: She's like, I've watched no, it. That's what it was. So there's this one episode. Yes. So good. So freaking good. So there's this one episode. And Kara, you probably know what I'm talking about. Where she goes back into this horrible relationship. And she's in her head and all you see is her at the bottom of a well like curled into a ball. Do you know what I'm talking about? Because she like sinks into the couch. Like she's so, she dissociates so much that she sinks into the couch. Yeah. And like she's just like in this well and she's like curled Mm -hmm. up in a ball and she's lost and it's dark. Yeah. I was telling, I tell everybody who's seen it, that is what it was like when I was in my my like the hardest part of my active addiction. Yeah. Constantly lived in that space. Yep. It's a good show. And it's very, it would be very triggering though.
0: Yeah. So I try and avoid that stuff.
1: Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Sometimes I like to be triggered. Well,
0: I was going to say everybody has their own way of, of dealing yeah. and coping, you it's know? Different. And I know that I can't avoid it in everyday life. Well, no. You know what I mean? But yeah. if I'm at home and it's like, no, no, yeah. like no. Like if you don't have to. Yeah. I'm not going to. No.
1: You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to be triggered it's, right now. To <laughs> me,
0: to me, it'd be like coming home and going, "All right, give me the kitchen knife," and I'm gonna go stick it in the outlet now. Right? Like, yes, yeah. the same thing.
1: No, I get that. I think my perspective, obviously, because I'm a different person. Um, for me, it's like I watch those things. I allowed myself to get triggered. Because I like to feel, all, like, I like to feel my emotions. Like, yeah. You know, like, deeply. Yeah. Um, and then I'm not saying it's healthy. <laughs> well, you <laughs> know, like I,
0: like I said, everybody's got their way.
1: Yeah. And it's like, I think I do that because it makes me appreciate where I'm at now by being able to feel so deeply what I felt then. Yeah. And it's hard. And sometimes it's frustrating and sometimes I get super, super sad, but, you know, at the end of the day, I know that it's a moment and like once that moment passes, yeah. I will be okay. Yep. So yeah, cause everybody does have a different way of processing. Mm-hmm. Like I could understand where you came from. I don't have childhood trauma like that. Yeah. So it would probably be completely different if I did.
0: You know, I actually um, started going to therapy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, I love me some therapy. I know. How's that going? Yeah, I've been talked to you about that.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> so I find comical humor in probably like sick, dark things. Oh yeah. You know what same. I mean? Yeah. Just especially when it comes to myself and the shit that I've one put myself through, and two what I've just gone through in general. Right. I have to make a joke of it. Yeah. So. And my second to last therapy it got deep like out of nowhere it went like straight like okay this is what we're gonna do right yeah and it was on me i just went in and i just i, I was sad and going through some shit you know yeah and i just i i just vomit mouthed and uh didn't think nothing of it and oh well, i mean i thought something of it obviously I mean, it was yeah. dra- very <laughs> draining but you know we ended the session and i left and The following week, last week, I went went back and she goes, so after the session, were you you all right? And I'm like, it was a little rough. You know, she goes, Scott, I was sweating.
1: You know,
0: know when you go deep and your therapist looks at you and she's like, you had me sweating. Yeah. You know,
1: you traumatized her. Yeah.
0: But you know what? It's been, I, I, I I had a shit therapist when I was Mm -hmm. a kid. I was ordered to go. (laughs) I was ordered. Uh court ordered because my parents divorce was so fucking bad my mom was really like fucking bad um my parents were court ordered to send me to therapy for anger anger management and depression that's when hey zoloft right Mm, Yeah. Um, and so i've always had this like really negative thing towards going back to a therapist just because it was shit for me then right right and uh but I finally got to a point this last year because I honestly, I went through some really bad depression this year and it was like, I can't do this anymore. I, I need to do the mental scope of going in and figuring out what, what in the hell's triggering me, what what in the hell's making me tick. Yeah. And I'll tell it's been the absolute best thing I've ever done.
1: Uh, I love that. Cause there, there's one or two bad therapists can like mess up your whole view. I have
0: actually had two. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't tell you about this one so back in november Um, of last year yeah okay we were i was i had a little zoom thing with a therapist that i'd gotten uh, told that this you can help me whatever made the appointment we did our zoom thing it was an hour long and at the end of the therapy he told me i I can't help you you need you need to find a better therapist (laughs) okay i'm like awesome thanks man that's really what i wanted to hear
1: so you're a new therapist. Does she use like MDR, EMDR and like brain spotting and stuff? Is she like specialized in trauma?
0: Yeah, she is. So, so
1: happy for you. I know.
0: And what she likes about me, she told me. So I have a photographic memory. <gasps> my brother does too. It's Weirdos. It's it's a gift, but it's a curse.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, it's Hence the weirdo. Yeah, it's terrible.
0: <laughs> so she's doing this thing where she's trying to reprogram my photographic memory not in a sense where it's changing anything yeah but i'm having i well i was up until i started doing this things that she's had me doing i was having nightmares oh and my nightmares are moments that i lived through in my childhood yeah so she's got me reprogramming those thoughts to try and neutralize that and so far it's working
1: oh that makes me so happy good for you man yeah
0: kelly's amazing she is
1: good that's awesome no it's it's important, feel there's so many different first of all, and I don't think a lot of people know this. When they go into therapy, there's so many different theoretical orientations uh-huh. that you need to find a counselor that fits you, yep. that their theory fits you. I'm person-centered, go figure right? <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I'm like, "Yay." <laughs> like, I'm like a cheerleader basically. Right. That's yeah. I mean, I use other um, theories because you have to. Yeah. Like I I incorporate more than just person-centered, but Right. you have to really dive into like what you need as a person seeking treatment. Yeah. and find that person and like what they have to offer because not not a lot of counselors specialize in the different things. I hear your dog.
0: Yeah, he's, he's, everybody should own a bulldog, man. He's behind me. He is.
1: I don't know what he was doing, but it sounded disgusting. He's
0: just, he's got a tongue that's seriously it like, his tongue. It, no, no bullshit. He can take his tongue and he can literally touch between his eyeballs.
1: Oh, well, yeah, I could tell by whatever noise <laughs> what he doing behind me.
0: He's licking his entire face. I guarantee it.
1: Oh, okay. I thought he had, like, a bone. I was like... What? No, no.
0: You can't give him a bone. He'll choke on it. He's stupid. And he has... All his teeth are breaking. So, if you look at him, you know, he's got that cash register jaw. Yeah. You know, the poor guy's 13 years old. He's I literally three years expired on a bulldog, right? <laughs> oh and so, both of his fangs are gone. Aww. And his little, uh... His little teeth on the bottom are all nubs now.
1: Aww. Yeah. The poor guy. Yeah, I know. Poor baby. Well... I forget he's behind me, and then, like, he'll make a noise, and I'm like, what the
0: hell? Oh, he doesn't, he, if Dad's home, see, he's went to work with me pretty much for every, every single day of his life. Um. So, it went, he's got to be next to Dad. He's got to be by Dad in some way, shape, or form.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. That explains so it. So, if I'm in here, he's
0: in here. That explains and it. And now he's heavy breathing.
1: Yeah, you can hear him, can't you?
0: Well, I hear. Yeah. yeah, not through the microphone, though, oh. so that's good.
1: So if people hear heavy breathing, it's, it's not, not me. It's not us. It's not us. It might be Scott, but it's not me. If I do
0: that, I'll start breathing like Vader, Darth Vader.
1: <laughs> my dad left me a voicemail once on my phone <laughs> with a... <laughs> <coughs> He's like, Ashley, I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had saved it because it was the best voicemail.
0: That would be a great voicemail. I'm going to do that to my kid.
1: Do it. Do it. I do that to Ethan sometimes, but he doesn't appreciate it as much. No. Well, because I'm old. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. He's like 13. Whatever. Anyway, so I'm glad that you found somebody that has what you need when it comes to your therapy. Yeah. Because not a lot of people do. No. Mainly because not a lot of people know what to look for.
0: No, they don't. They don't. They have no clue what to look for.
1: And then there's a lot of counselors. Huh? Because every therapist should see a therapist, first of all, and especially after they're done with Scott. <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, yeah, it's one of those things. It's good. I'm glad you found somebody. It's great. I know a lot of people who do not have somebody that they can talk to because they've been burnt by counselors so much.
0: You know, people suck.
1: People do suck. And
0: counselors are people, you know, and you got you to gotta take that into consideration. Yeah. So it's like, you know, yeah, there's probably a few bad apples out there.
1: There is. There is. And there's just some people who just, who have their heart in a good place, but just aren't as skilled as maybe they should be in certain areas. Yeah. So I know I'm going to, hopefully, when I do my thing when I get my degree um, and I start working with people who are facing addiction I'm hoping that the experience I have with the education I have I'll be able to help create a positive change but it's also being able to admit that like you know we're not perfect right? we're not we're not
0: we're far from it
1: far from it but yeah, so, so after scarring your counselor, your therapist, when's the next time you go back?
0: Uh, Thursday.
1: Yay! Yeah, every Thursday. Okay. What? Did you say something, comes? It's, it's,
0: it's every Thursday at three o'clock.
1: Kind, get your shit together.
0: It's every Thursday at three o'clock, except uh, when mowing season starts. I already told her that we gotta shift it because yeah. Thursday's mow day.
1: You have a lot to mow. It probably takes you all day.
0: 15 acres, yeah. It literally does take me all day. And I am genuine. I can move. Genuine. So, by the way, fun fact about me and everybody listening. I had a stammer slash stutter growing up. So, if I start tripping over my words, I'll eventually get to what the hell I'm talking about.
1: That's okay. Trip over them all you want.
0: But, yeah. So, like, it takes me all day to mow. And I always get sunbaked like always get sunbaked and it's just it sucks
1: do you wear sunscreen
0: yeah it, i mean oh. I'm, I'm i'm as white as waking white i'm as white as my mac keyboard
1: <laughs> you are pretty pasty i wasn't gonna bring it up but it's okay I looked, i'm irish i looked at <laughs> I'm, fair enough i looked down at my ankle and like i was like because my pants, and between my pants and my sock, I could see just enough of my ankles that I was like, what is on my ankles? It was just my skin. <laughs> I thought like there was like a white powder. It's just my ashy, pale skin yeah. shining through. I was like, man, I need to lotion. I didn't know. So,
0: do you sunburn or do you uh, um, tan?
1: So, I used to tan like yeah. super good. And then I got old. Huh. And now I feel like I burn. But not, I don't know, because. I don't know I I, got like a reddish tint to my skin so that creates more of the sunburn thing but I seem to get past it really quick so like I go like I'm like sunburn and like I deal with it for like a day or two and then it tans fairly nice yeah
0: see I have to like I start tanning now and when I say tanning I'll go and I'll do the stand up for like five minutes (laughs) like seriously if I go any longer as white as I am right now I will be I'll be red as a lobster but (laughs) I have to start now so I don't fry This summer,
1: I love that you're like preparing.
0: Oh, I've learned my lesson. I've been in the hospital at least six or seven times over sunburns. That's
1: insane. The
0: worst was I had second degree burns on my back. Yeah.
1: That's nuts.
0: I was in the probably sixth grade, seventh grade, fifth grade.
1: That's insane. Yeah. No, I've never. No, no, I've had bad sunburns, but not. Like, like I've
0: had. Big, big blisters. Massive blisters. Ew. Yeah, it's terrible.
1: Oh, that like makes me hurt just thinking about it. Fun uh, fact though, I had my youngest convinced that skin peels off. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, why is your skin coming off?
0: I'm shedding.
1: I'm shedding. You uh, you shed your skin every couple of years, my friend. So, just happens. It just happened. So for a while, that was like a big topic. Now he knows. But it was yeah. a good time while it lasted. I enjoyed that. <laughs> um, anywho. <laughs> and that was a rabbit hole I wasn't planning on going down. <laughs> 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 the way my skin burns. Part five. Um, so. Back on. Um, back on track. A little bit. Yep. So, what else? Because I know that, like, you're seeing a therapist. Yep. What else are you doing in your life? What am I doing? To, <laughs> like, <laughs> let me finish. To repair some of the damage that was done when you were younger.
0: Like, to myself?
1: Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing to help you um, get through what you went through? So,
0: truthfully, I was having a real big struggle with what do I like? What makes me happy?
1: Oh, yeah. Like,
0: because you get so consumed in depression, mm-hmm. right? I did. I forgot what made me happy. Like, legit. Like, I, I was numb, 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 numb to the world. And... uh so this I'd been going to therapy at that point for probably as probably my second session. And uh that weekend, so Beth or Beth, that's my blood doctor, uh, Kelly told me she uh she goes, I need you to start looking. So I what what drummed this up is I she got me Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights. It's a book. It's oh, his, yeah. it's his memoirs. Highly recommend it. If you wanna like I like looking for wins in places that you wouldn't find a win. Yep. And I had forgotten that, if that makes sense.
1: It does make sense.
0: So I listened to the audiobook, loved it because he actually read it phenomenal. And he talks about it's his memoirs and where things were down red light and green light. Yeah. Red light was bad, but the bad turned into a green light. Yeah. So that weekend was my birthday. February 13th, and we were at a swim meet, and my son the, pr- the day prior uh, didn't make his regional cut in his butterfly because, one, the timing pad was malfunctioned, and two, the timers, the actual physical timers, completely missed it. Yeah. And so they let him re-swim it. So he re it, and the little shit, he made his regional cut, and uh, it was... Kara looked at me, kept looking at me, and I kept wiping my eyes throughout the entire day, and I kept telling her, because I was embarrassed, I'm like, ah, my eyes are just dry, it's, you know, whatever, I was legit, I was legit tearing up the entire day, Mm. and it was like, because I, I had programmed myself to constantly, ever since that Thursday, look for a win, look for a win, look for a win, look for a win, and I got a win, And, and that euphoric dopamine dump hit, and it's like, whoa, there it is. Right. So basically every day I just, yeah, no matter what in your life, shit's going to happen. It's going to happen every day. Right. So I just started looking for wins.
1: Isn't it crazy? Like what our brains can do. Just got to reprogram it. It really is. And a lot of people like this is a big debate because a lot of people, the mind over matter. Some people take it too far. Like when. When people are depressed or when they have anxiety and they do the whole, well, mind over matter, it's all in your head thing. It's not. It's not. It's not. Um, so I do not want people to think that I'm sitting here saying mind over matter no. will fix everything because it won't. No, Sometimes it won't. you need more intervention. Yeah. Um, but mind over matter does work for a lot of things.
0: Absolutely.
1: When, I mean, I had st- I started smoking again, but when I had quit... Um, one of the things that I did to quit was tell myself that I wasn't a, a smoker. So I woke up and um, actually it started like a day or two before where I'm like, I'm not a smoker. I don't smoke. And then uh, the day I decided to quit, I really honed in on it. Like I'm not a smoker. I don't smoke. And I repeated it to myself yeah. over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I'm not a smoker. I'm not going to smoke. And actually – I wasn't even craving it, really. Like, I just had to keep telling myself. You made yourself disgusted with it. I did. And the only reason why I even started up again, which is my own fault, um, is because I got stressed out. And that's... And you let your guard down. And I let my guard down.
0: But yep. you know what? Everybody's you got to have a vice.
1: Yeah. I wish it was exercising, but I'll take smoking for right, right? now. Right? Like,
0: I mean, it, <laughs> worst case, it's, it's not the worst thing in the world.
1: No, not for me.
0: Exactly. You know? So, like...
1: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely worse shit I can do. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I'll take it. And it's because people are like, oh, why would you start smoking? It's like, well, what are my other options? Like, it was in the, it was November. So, like, the thought of, like, going on, on a side, walk, yeah. Or, like, even going to the gym. Especially
0: around here. Yeah. You know, it's like, no. Uh, no. We get the seasonal depression on top of it.
1: Yeah. And I was like, I just need a cigarette. I had a yeah. lot going on at the time. And I'm like, I need to smoke. And I'm like, I can just quit again. Well, I just never did. I mean, I will when right. I'm ready, when I want to. I feel like nicotine is one of my bigger vices. I always go back to it. Um, but when I'm ready, I'll know and I'll quit for good. Until that day, though, I am a smoker. Yep. And it's so funny because whenever I say I smoke, I always say cigarettes. Like, but I like. I feel like I have to. Right. But even before like marijuana was like legalized, so I would be like cigarettes just mm-hmm. so that you don't get confused. <laughs> I don't want you accidentally <laughs> handing me a joint.
0: There's a nice fat doobie. And
1: it's like, can I get a cigarette? And like, I need to smoke. Yeah. Cigarettes, of course. Cigarettes, yeah. Don't accidentally hand me anything but a cigarette. Right. Just to clarify. But yeah, so mind over matter. I'm glad that you started looking at life through that perspective and that you reached out and found a book yeah because books i love books books are so aesthetically pleasing to me it's kind of a problem that i have
0: anyways that's a good problem though
1: yeah <laughs> i hear little voices yeah, um my
0: kids gotta love them
1: and i was like, not in my head outside of my head oh voices yeah um, those voices oh, those voices um But yeah, no, there's so many great books. Um, in the realm of hungry ghosts, um, is a great book, and it actually talks about, um, I cannot on. It talks about harm reduction and um what they're doing over in Canada right now. And I need to find the name of the author because he is a, it's an amazing book so far and did I like did I move too far away from the microphone no okay because I feel really quiet
0: am I quiet is that better
1: a little bit yeah it's a little better I feel like I sound wonky today wonky wonky but that's okay and I'll find out like within like the book it's I think it's gabbit But I don't want to say his name wrong. And I'm pretty sure I just butchered his name, which is sad because I hate when I do that. (laughs) Because I do that all the time. I'm so bad with names. It's, yeah, it's Gabber, G-A-B-O-R, Mate, M-A-T-E. And what's the name of the book? In the Realm of Hungry Glows. In the the realm. Realm of Hungry Ghosts. Close Encounters with Addiction. It's a it's a good book. Well, so far, I'm listening to it on audio. I have the physical book as well, but sometimes it's just easier just to hit play on my audio books.
0: I love audio books.
1: Yeah, as do I, but I feel like I, whenever I'm in the car with the children, I can't hear them anyways because there's some sort of other electronic yeah. going. Device
0: going, yeah.
1: So, anyways, uh, yeah. Um, Are you done fidgeting with the sound Yeah, stuff? I'm done fidgeting. Was it, like, sounding weird in your... Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, no, I've been kind of... Is it better? Yeah, it's a little better. I've been, like, struggling over here as well, and I... Can you I... hear
0: it? Is that better?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Don't I sound weird? Do I sound weird to you? No, you sound good. Things Like, I just... It, I don't know. It's like I hear myself, but I don't... And then I feel like I sound weird, and I'm like, do I need to talk softer?
0: Nope.
1: I feel like we should have probably done this before we recorded, but that's okay.
0: Well, it was good, but I don't know what happened. But anyway, it's fine now.
1: It is fine now. It's
0: going to get a little louder halfway through the podcast, but I'm sure people won't mind. Yeah. Well, it's the last... Five or ten minutes of it anyway.
1: Well, realistically speaking, there's probably only going to be like ten people that listen to the first couple episodes anyway.
0: Hashtag family and friends.
1: <laughs> Hashtag share on Facebook. What? Listen to my podcast. <laughs> and people are going to be like, oh my gosh, I listened to your podcast the first five seconds of it. The first it, five seconds. Um, You did great.
0: Yeah, the rest thank of it just straight down hell.
1: <laughs> the rest of it was shit. But thank you for your time <laughs> and energy. Oh, goodness gracious. Family and friends. So you said you lost interest, though. Like, you were having a hard time finding your joy. Were you just, like, on autopilot? Yeah. Because that's what I envision when people say they lost interest in something. Well,
0: so, I mean, you kind of know my life a little bit.
1: Yeah, I do. It's,
0: I, I work seven days a week.
1: Yeah, and then, I know. You're you insanely know, busy.
0: So, like, I just, yeah, I got into a rut, yeah. you know, of just doing the same shit every single day. And, yeah, I just, yeah.
1: Well, because, like, I think that when, because it looks different for everyone. It does. So, when you say that you, like, didn't find joy, it made me think that since you were still participating in your life.
0: The euphoric dump. Yeah. The dopamine dump is what I couldn't find. Yeah. If that makes sense.
1: It does make sense. It does, actually. When
0: you don't have those highs, the, the lows are really low
1: yes yeah you're like you were still able to function in your day-to-day life Mm -hmm. but you just didn't have like you couldn't get that kick up nope which sucks
0: it does suck it's terrible but i'll tell you what so like one of the things i was talking to kelly about is she actually at the last my last session she goes so like how how long are you projecting like do you want to go cut down to every two weeks and i said no
1: no not yet
0: i go no 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 and she goes okay she goes tell me your why and this is why i love kelly because she's figured out how my brain works so she'll ask me a question that she already knows my answer to but she just wants to kind of go in and poke at me a little bit yeah and i said because since i've come back here i've got my mental drive back and i don't want to lose that so it, to me she's not only an ass so everything in my life has always been business oriented essentially, right?
1: Go figure. Yeah.
0: When I am in this mood, when I am collected, you can't stop me, right? Mm-hmm. Like I just, because I, I know my goal, I know my vision, I know how I want to get there. Yeah. So I told her, I said, I, I don't plan on ever changing this other than when Thursday, Mo Day comes around, we're going to have to shift days other than that. you uh,
1: like, <laughs> no. no, I'm good. No. Thank you. It's weird because my drive is very much like I can't not have something to do. Exactly. So when I don't have anything to do, like, it's I'm all or nothing. Yeah. I, if I'm not living in kind of like a structured chaos. Yep. Then I'm kind of like. Yep. So it's like finding a balance. Because one, I don't want to like run myself out. Mm -mm. Because I. my terrible. Burnout rate. Ugh. Ugh. Is bad. So like I try to keep my burnouts to a minimum. Yeah. Um but also like I don't want a lot of downtime. Especially now like I don't I'm like financially doing fine um because I've worked my ass off.
0: You do work your ass off.
1: I like I have like a thousand jobs. So
0: It's impressive, seriously.
1: Well sh- shut up Mr. work 7 days no, a day. week. No, like
0: straight up respect. Like seriously. Thanks. I I respect the shit out of the grind.
1: Thanks. I'm a I'm a big fan of the hustle. Always. Hustle and grind. So
0: did you like I have a question for you. Yeah. Did you always have that work ethic or did it really kick into overdrive? Yeah. Yep.
1: After I got sober, yeah. I did not have this when You switched addictions. I I did. Yeah. I did to like working all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird because like I and I wasn't myself. I, I think back to the jobs I had and the people I had. And don't get me wrong. Like, have I always been kind of like this goofy, like, fun-loving yeah. type personality? Yeah. But to really be myself and, like, be authentic did not happen until after I got sober. Yeah. And got into my recovery process. Your
0: facade came off.
1: Yeah, it did. And it actually took somebody telling me um, in my recovery program that... I can take the mask off. Yeah. And (laughs) it took a little bit. But, I mean, now, don't get me wrong. I can, quote unquote, fake it till you make it. I I like the fake it till you face it. Right. That's the one I like. But I can pretend, like in a customer service situation, I can be like, you know put my customer service voice on. Right. But people who I do not have to be that way with, I am not that way with. Yeah,
0: that bingo. Bingo. That's how I am.
1: Yeah. It's like I'm not. Uh-uh. Cuz then I feel like I'm bullshitting you. Exactly. And I don't keep secrets. Nope. Because secrets all they do is build DK. on top of each other, yep, and they kill you from the inside out. Yeah, it's decay. Yep, if I don't tell, I always make sure like, if I have a situation, like, say my mom is super sensitive to something, um, but I need to tell, make sure that my parents know something, but I know my mom is sensitive to it, yeah. I will tell my dad. I always make sure that one of my parents always knows what is going on. Like, I have no secrets. Somebody's always in the know. Yep. Because I just, I don't know. I kept... It's se- better that way. It is. And I kept secrets for so long.
0: Yeah. That's, that was my childhood.
1: Well, yeah exactly yeah. a big and secret like, so
0: like now it's like ah, fuck off I don't have nothing to hide what do you want to know yeah you know it's like what do you want from me yeah
1: and then like you expect the same thing from other people and you don't get it you don't it. get it and, and it you get pisses. Pissed yeah cause you're like why are you like this yeah. why can't you just be honest with me but then you gotta remember like
0: people aren't like us
1: people aren't like us people who cause a lot of people haven't had to fully face who they are
0: no they'll go to their grave not knowing who they are
1: exactly that's because sad it's, and it's scary though but it's so scary it is right like and it really and I'm not saying because you and I by no means are perfect <laughs>
0: Kid me I am the definition
1: <laughs> shut up your wife is on the couch laughing <laughs> she's like you're right girl Man, you're right <laughs> whatever he's like my collection of gray sweatpants yeah. speaks and, <laughs> no
0: comment i
1: threw that one out there for you (laughs) no
0: comment
1: you're welcome
0: probably four shades of red
1: (laughs) you are worth everything (laughs) and on that note (laughs) (laughs)
0: this was episode
1: two let's see how embarrassed i can make scott so no um, but a lot of people it is scary and though you and I have been we've gone through a lot yeah mine was in a very short period of time actually okay so here's the thing though
0: it, it was but it wasn't it
1: wasn't cause like and this is no offense to my ex-husband because I still have mad love for him he's the father of my children we went through a very tumultuous relationship like it was not good he was super toxic I was super toxic It was not good he was a little more um, mentally abusive. He had he had his issues.
0: Narcissistic.
1: No, actually, I wouldn't. I wouldn't describe him, him as narcissistic. Hmm. I'm not going di- to diagnose him because I would feel really bad if he was listening. If he by chance listened to this podcast, I would not. I guess well,
0: I should have said narcissistic traits.
1: Yeah. More kind of like along those lines, yeah. Controlling, yeah. Um, actually, you know, the weird thing is, he wasn't super controlling. He, um, the thing with him, and again, I think he's great, and he's done so much to improve his life, yeah. He's so much better than what he was. I'm super proud of him. Um, his was more of Something flipped with him. Oh. So he was like Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and you never know what version you would get. Yeah. And it was very scary at times. And it was just a bad situation. He was going through his shit. He was. For a very long time. We were together for like 10 years. And it was constant. Yeah. Right? So I would say that my sobriety is so much more than just like, oh, I used, I used meth for a year and then I get sober. It's like... I became myself my sobriety when I think of my sobriety that means I got rid of toxic relationships I quit being a toxic person yeah I quit being an asshole yep I realized who I am I learned how to financially take care of myself by myself I learned what I needed to do to make my life good for my children and myself and like that's what my getting sober is it's past what drugs are. The drug aspect's important because I learned so much about myself, but it's so much f- more than that. And I'm sure you can relate with that. Oh, yeah, 100%.
0: Because,
1: I mean, you might you might not have gone through the addiction process, right? Mm-mm. But you know what it's like to, like, get wiped out and yeah. then, like, rebuild. Or even when you're not wiped out. Yeah. Like, and you still have things. I mean, you mm-hmm. have a wife and kids. Yeah. And sometimes, like...
0: Y- you some- know, I've, I've been... Pretty much wiped out before. Yeah, and then in this the current like situation, wife, kids, the whole nine yards. Yeah, it's it's still the same. It's shit.
1: It is, and it's like, and it's nothing to do with them. No, because you love them. Yeah, obviously, gorgeous over there, but you love them, and you like you like want to be there for them, and you want yep. to offer all the things that you can. But sometimes mentally, you, can't. you just fucking can't anymore. And you just want to scream and yell and, and, or completely shut down. Or do both I, I at do the both. same
0: time. I, a, I literally was just about to say that. That is me to a T. Like I'll fucking, I'm, I'm Elon Musk to the moon, man. You know, my blood pressure is <laughs> going up. I'm losing my shit. And then here comes the, Oh, we're going to just go become a recluse. And we're just going to nose. Dive and like hermit. Round. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, if it makes you feel better, I'm like hermit to the max. And it's so weird. Cause I'm like, I'm so socially awkward. Yeah. Cause I really, I'm with people all the time. But like I don't like go out and like normal socialize. I'm socially awkward. I'm so socially awkward. And people like, do people believe you when you say you're socially awkward? No. No.
0: No. They they don't don't, at all. They're like, oh yeah, whatever. It's like no man. Like I actually get panic attacks.
1: You are kind of socially awkward. But like you I could see that.
0: I do. Like seriously. I, I have anxiety so bad. And it's not the fact I don't know what it is. It's just all of a sudden my anxiety builds up. Mm -hmm. I never had that before when I was a kid ever. And yeah, that was great. We went to a Kane Brown concert.
1: Oh, Kane Brown. Mm -hmm.
0: Now I use marijuana to to calm myself, which actually I was talking to my doctor about. So my cardio cardiac arrest levels, this is awesome. By the way, this is like a fun fact about me. (laughs) So if you're one and below, you're no risk for cardiac arrest, okay. okay if you hit a three, we need to start worrying. You're yeah. about to hit cardiac arrest. you hit ten they're you're on the table and they're clear you know they're they're trying to resuscitate you, yeah, I was a sixteen point eight
1: like yesterday, like how far back are we talking? uh
0: about a year and a half ago jeez and Lord. i got I got diagnosed with stage two hypertension, oh my. But anyway, all my levels are completely down now
1: because you're sorry. and i and
0: i i literally i acquired it to therapy mm-hmm. and marijuana legal, legal marijuana <laughs> i do have my i went and i got my uh Medical marijuana card. I
1: just want to say I love that shout out from the site. I guess I
0: should. Cl- I, I guess marijuana. I should clarify. It is medical and it's it medicinal. is medicinal, <laughs> and it was recommended to me because I didn't want to take blood pressure medicine. I'm weird about it because, from my dealings with you know antidepressants, I'm like, oh, anything that's
1: and swallowing pills are hard. Yeah, and I don't swallow pills. That. We
0: got to. Get- There's so many grapes in the world, and I can't <laughs> eat them all. Right.
1: Right. So we just like, let's avoid the pill. Let's thing just altogether. avoid the
0: pill thing. So that's it got recommended that I try it and it works for me. Yeah. It might not work for everybody.
1: No, but it works for you. Yeah. And it helps with your anxiety. It yeah. does tremendously. Is that what you were going to get into with the whole Kane Brown concert? Thing? Yeah.
0: Oh wow. I went down a weird.
1: It's okay. Yeah, I'm here to pull you back. My
0: Adderall's wearing off.
1: It's okay. I'm here. I'm pulling you back. Yeah.
0: So like we went to a Kane Brown concert and yeah. we were, I was just sitting there and all of a sudden, like my anxiety just went through the roof, yeah. and then what happens is I start like in that scenario, I just start looking at people like, all right, who who's who's the nut job? Like that's what goes through my head. Like oh, like paranoia. Yeah, I get straight paranoid, and I have no clue why, none. And it and it so like in those big settings, I'll get paranoid, paranoid as hell. And then there's other settings where all of a sudden I'll just tremble. I'll just, Mm. I will physically tremble and yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm not that level of socially awkward. I just want you to know that. Yeah. It's great. Have you tried grounding techniques? No. Oh, we should talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. When you start getting anxiety in in public spaces, Mm -hmm. um, to reground yourself helps like, and you do it like you can do. What do I do? Stomp on my foot? No. Um, I'm on my foot. Do I jump really high? Um, (laughs) I was gonna say just not in gray sweatpants. But um, 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 so what it is is you can do five or three. So it's like, three would be like three things that you can touch, two things you smell, one thing you see. I mean, like it's just basically using the environment and your senses. Sensories, yeah, yeah to like re-ground you in your space. The funny thing is. Is I had to do that to a bride once when I was bartending at the stables. She was in the kitchen having an anxiety attack, and I'm like, "We're just gonna ground ourselves. That's all we're gonna do." And I had to re-ground her. <laughs> <laughs> what is this life I'm living? Your dog. He's snoring. I know oh, it sounded he's... like a phone vibrating. Oh, I know, isn't that great? I was like, "What is going
0: on?" Listen to him.
1: This dog. I can't. I can't with this dog. <laughs> um, but no, my social my social awkward, though I understand the anxiety thing, because it's weird, because I, I was starting to feel it in my chest, like some anxiety, yeah. before I came here, and I don't know why, I was like, what is going on? Get your shit together. Ashley, you're fine. But it comes out of nowhere, and mm-hmm. you're like, what the hell? And then I just carry on with my life. But um, my social awkward comes from... <laughs> not being able to talk well like somebody will say something to me and i'll just my brain shuts off i'm not even sure Oh, so
0: you're like if somebody catches you off guard and you're like hey how how are you you'll be like everything's or no well yeah like that (laughs) yeah Yeah. thank you
1: yeah and when they're like thank you and you're like have um, I winked at someone once Pizza rolls, Pizza rolls. <laughs> I, I went to hand somebody a receipt And you no, winked? No I go Hey the wink's my thing I go do you want your And I can't wink I just want to preface this with I, I cannot can't. wink I've
0: taught both of my boys how to wink
1: When I wink I full face wink Like I, I like You
0: do that I, Hey
1: Like I'm exaggerated wink yeah. Like it's not even cute Like I don't try People make fun of it And I'm like whatever This is the life I live Leave me alone but, like, I was, like, do you want your receipt? And I, like, actually winked. Like, a, like my face just did it on its own. And I was, like.
0: That was odd. I was, like, that's so
1: awkward. And it was a gentleman.
0: So, did you, like, take it and, like, fold it up into a little square mm-hmm. and, like, do the, do the hand <laughs> pass, like, the drug pass? No,
1: he said no. He didn't want a receipt. Oh, he
0: said no. He
1: was, like, no, he I don't a need tree. my receipt. And I was, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, like, this is so awkward. And then, like, the rest of the conversation was basically over i was like just take your just, take your just, shit and go yeah, just, i can't just
0: leave just leave i'm humiliated enough
1: i get flustered yeah i get so flustered sometimes and i'm just like
0: my brain moves too fast
1: yeah i have that too or like where i'm like i because i'm a fairly smart person or at least i play smart on tv i don't know I, I like to think that i am fairly intelligent but sometimes some of the shit that comes out of my mouth, it makes me second guess <laughs> it's like no i promise because my anxiety like picks up, picks right, up, yeah. and like I start rambling, and then I get self conscious about it. Because when I used to get high, yeah, I would talk faster than what I normally would talk, yeah. anyways. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, do they think I'm on drugs? And then it's like, my anxiety picks up more. And then I'm like,
0: oh, now I'm I got to prove I'm not on drugs. Now I'm I got to prove I'm, I'm not. No- yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I'm sober. Yeah. And I usually say that I'm like I'm sober. <laughs> and they're like. Okay.
0: Is this when, is this like when you go out to eat and you just start rambling to the waiter or waitress? And oh, that's the very end. Like, like, so sorry. I am sober, by the way. <laughs>
1: yes, that's how I do it. Like, I am sober. I <laughs> you know you don't believe me. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, they turn around and go, right. Right, right, right. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I'm, <like, laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, that's
0: like if we go out somewhere and, like, if I'm uncomfortable, I will do. Like, somewhat mild, mild, dark humor.
1: Oh. Really? Or, like, very
0: dry yeah. humor and, like, it nothing. And I embarrass her. I mean, she's accustomed to it now at this point, though. <laughs> and it's just like, all right, well, do I look stupid or do they look stupid? Like, who looks stupid in this situation? And then you're like, both of us. Yeah. I'm like, you didn't get my fucking joke, man. What it the was hell? That's funny.
1: <laughs> I know. I do the same thing. I'll, like, I'll tell a joke and, like, no one's <laughs> crickets. I'm like,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny well, to me ha <laughs> ha because
1: I have a very dark sense of humor It's, it's the best very dark um yeah i
0: I don't know how people don't
1: I don't know well because some people don't live in that space
0: them and like what are they just like living in a bubble
1: well, they might like I feel like once you've reached a dark place like once you've reached the dark place it. in your mind that's it's something that that's you gain. It. it's like my but it makes sense actually i will say my 12 year old he has a dark sense of humor that i think was inherited by me um yeah i can believe that too he's like i'll be like oh my gosh something i'll be like oh it's black and he'll be like what like your soul and i'm like yes yes or he'll be like i'm dead inside i'm like me too bro I'm vibing with that. 100%. Well, when somebody's like,
0: oh, I'm going to hell and be like, man, I, I'll, be, I'll meet you there. I'll save you a spot.
1: Right? Like, been there. Yeah. I was there yesterday. Yeah. It's not pleasant. Yeah. No, it's very much, that's how we are. And, then, like, when people don't get us, it's like, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Fuck it. Who cares? We're fine. I know, um, for me, it's just, I don't know. It's just who I am. I mean, it's just that, that's the point where it's just like, you know, I'm socially awkward at times and my anxiety gets the best of me and my sense of humor sometimes is so fucked up that I guess I make suicide jokes too. Oh, well, yeah. And you really shouldn't do
0: that. Well, I'm guessing you were suicidal.
1: When I was, oh.
0: See, same. So I, I will make those jokes.
1: Yeah. It's my
0: way of coping with it.
1: And the thing is, is that it wasn't always when I was high either because- I remember being suicidal when I was using. Yep. But even before I was using, I had suicidal ideation. I had a plan. Yeah. You know, cuz I'm diabetic and I knew how to work that nice. in my yeah, head. The whole yeah. system. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, I could do this." And I'm not going to go into detail because obviously. Right. Like I don't want to give ideas. No. That's not the life I'm choosing to live, but oh, I get put insurance. I upped my life insurance. Yeah. I made sure that like a anything full plan. Happened to me Like boys were gonna be okay Yep Like I did I had a full plan And It reached a point Where I was like I'm not gonna kill myself But I'm not gonna prevent myself From dying Dying Yeah And it sucks And once you reach that place
0: It's a different world
1: It is a different world And your mind kinda just Never is the same from that
0: But when you recover from that yeah. That's what's up.
1: Yeah. Like that's the good part. Like yeah. they're like rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. But like there's like a black part but you know, rainbow. It,
0: you know what though? You appreciate it.
1: I do. I,
0: I I can tell you that I the all the depression that I've been through and all the shit that I've been through, I appreciate the shit out of it.
1: Yeah. I do. Well, and the great thing is, and now as a parent, you're going to be able to recognize these things for your kids Bingo. too. Bingo.
0: And I, you know what? I I already recognize some of it truthfully in our oldest son. Yeah. And I've caught it and I've already started talking to him about it. I've made him aware just tendencies. You know, if you pay attention, you can see tendencies, mannerisms, all that stuff. Yeah. And we've essentially made it quote unquote. Okay. Right. Like it's, 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 it's a norm (laughs) for us and we've, we just, we work with it.
1: Well because like if you shame it.
0: Yeah, not it just makes it worse. It. Well that's how I grew up. Oh, yeah. you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. It's like
1: no you're no, I'm not.
0: Yeah, I'm not fine. I'm I'm, not, I'm fine. not okay. Yeah, no. I I my boys will never never live that life. Something's wrong. All right. What's wrong? Let's talk. Let's figure this out.
1: And you know, the weird thing is as I was just thinking about this. I think it was a couple days ago and I was remembering that Ethan had said something to me because he has ADHD and he has, he's like, I have anxiety and OCD. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to say like, no offense to Ethan, but I don't think he has OCD. I think.
0: <laughs> well, he, he may just in different forms.
1: Well, I don't. Mm, okay. So I think he has a. Oh, um, I think he has and this will be me wrapping this up. Um, I think he has um, anxiety that causes him to pay attention to specific. Details. Details. He's like me. But not necessarily.
0: Does he put his socks on a certain way?
1: No. The boy barely remembers to put on socks. Listen. he, is, he His thing is like only at certain times. Certain things will catch his attention. And then he like hyper focuses for a minute. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and he'll get like a little bit of anxiety about it until yep. he gets it fixed. OCD, diagnostic OCD, is very specific with things and yeah. he doesn't meet any of that. Yeah. I think his is more anxiety- Driven. Driven. And I realized the other day, to wrap this up, that I had not addressed that with him. That we have talked and I'm very open with him about a lot of things and he's discussed anxiety, but we have not yet discussed anxiety coping mechanisms yeah and i didn't realize i'm like of all the things we've talked about sex he asked me what masturbation was we've had that conversation no, that I re- was fun i literally just said it's when you have sex with yourself <laughs> and i called it i called it a day <laughs> Turned, I'm going to
0: tell my kids that now. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. He, I also made a reference to one of his babysitters and I said something about, um, an image for a spank bank. And he goes, what's a spank bank. I'm like, I'll tell you when you're a little bit older," <laughs> Cause I didn't really want to Because I was on the go. phone with my parents too, right. and I didn't want to poor kiddies. Like, I love
0: that you talk to your kid, like a normal human. Oh yeah, for sure. That's how I talk to my
1: boys. Yeah. Like that's the best way for me. Yeah. I'm very honest. We've talked about sex. And I was like, you know, I know you're not there yet. But he's noticing girls Girls. and I'm like, here's the deal because he's going to do it. How old is he? He's 12. He's going to be 13. Yeah. So I'm like, respect, mm. consent, respect your body, respect their body, res- consent on both sides. If you're not comfortable or they're not comfortable, don't do don't it. Don't do it. I'm like, but you you make sure you're ready. You make sure they're ready. You protect that other person's. Mm-hmm. Sense of self just as much as you protect your own because you don't want to be that guy. No. You don't want to be that guy. No. Nobody wants to be that guy.
0: See, our oldest, I I figured out that, you know, he's starting to turn to that age. You know, yeah. when I was nine years old, I had Pamela Anderson and Carmen Electra to grow up to. Well. You know, I obviously took an attraction to women. About nine, ten years old, it happens. It's yeah. being part of a boy, right? Exactly. So I saw it in Ronan and I normalized it. Instead of doing the, you know, poking fun, oh, you got a crush on blah blah blah, it's like, you got a crush on her. It's all right if you do. Yeah. It's normal, bud. Yeah. It's it's a normal thing. I said, and yeah, and we went down this whole path where I was like, you know what, talk to me about it, and I, we we literally just normalized that conversation.
1: One hundred percent.
0: And so now he's, he's comfortable saying, yeah, I got a crush on so and so, or. He's actually, quote unquote, has a girlfriend
1: now. Yeah. Listen, Colton's had a girlfriend for the last two years. He's in seven. He's first grade. He's seven years old. Him and Penelope, two years strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which just means they're just really good friends, of course. But yeah, I let that's him, basically. I let him live in that world. He just wants. He
0: you know what? Good for them, deal. though.
1: Yeah. Because you him. never know. Yeah. You
0: never know.
1: You never know. And you know what? He loves her. Like.
0: It's probably his best friend.
1: It is. and he Right like, there dotes on her yeah he thinks she's adorable he told her at his birthday party that he just wanted to squeeze her. he goes i just want to squeeze your chubby face (laughs) the way he said it because he was like so close to her and he did the little hand thing and he was just so cute he truly cares about her he truly cares about her he likes to see her happy he likes to buy her things he likes to just hang out with her
0: as adults we don't give kids enough credit
1: no we don't and when people are like why do you let them buy valentine's day gifts because if my kid wants to express his love to another person Yeah I'm gonna let him do you it You know
0: Children are the most Innocent things on the planet Oh for sure You know like My my oldest son He's nine
1: Yeah
0: He he sees no color No He doesn't He doesn't see He doesn't see So he doesn't see race He doesn't see Gay or straight Yeah He doesn't see Well he's still He's starting to figure out Between good and bad Yeah You know Like he's just reaching But he, he He doesn't and, and, and I want him to stay that way because you know what corrupts a kid is the world Uh right the world corrupts a kid so when you look at a kid when they at that age and if you teach them and you raise them right right Uh and and you teach them that hey everybody's equal everybody's you know this is normal life everybody is equal at the beginning and at the end we all come into this world and we all go out of this world there's no difference right yeah and then by with our kids with ronan I lost my train of thought, but, um, we were talking about girls. This is where the Adderall is wearing off.
1: I can tell. It's okay. You got this.
0: I do got it. Focus. <clears throat> um,
1: innocent. They're innocent. Innocence.
0: There you go. When you, when I watch him with his quote unquote girlfriend, there's yeah. where I was trying to go with this. He doesn't see boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. He sees his best friend. And that's where I was going with this. That's, that's the greatness about a kid. Yeah. They don't see those boundaries no. like adults do. No. adults make up boundaries yeah we make up race we make up all this other bullshit yeah, you know for sure when you see a kid they they just see true love and true understanding
1: yeah they unconditionally love the the true person. bliss yeah. you know yeah yeah they're living their best lives they are so that's uh, so that'd probably be let's wrap it up there perfect let's be like kids let's live our best lives yeah innocently right yep all right so this is ashley
0: and this is scott Thanks for listening to Recovering Loudly.